Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I am speaking with Matthew Lyon, President and CEO of HydroPack in Oakland, California. Uh, Mr. Lyon, who holds a Stanford MBA and is a registered investment advisor with past experience at Drexel, Burnham, Lambert, and Shamrock Holdings, founded HydroPack in 2001. He built the company's first brand from Bell Sports' first pack line under the Blackburn brand name. And after initially focusing on supplying mountain bike users, HydroPack has expanded to a number of active sport and outdoor recreation markets, including running, hunt fish, and snow sports uh, over the last 16 years. The company is also an OEM supplier to numerous brands in the industry, including the North Face, Decline, OGO, and Nathan. Uh, good afternoon, Matt. Let's get started. Uh, first, maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit more history about HydroPack and what makes it different from the other hydration solutions available to consumers today. Thanks. Yeah, well, as you mentioned, so we've been doing this for 16 years, and really the, the main product that we started with was the, the hydration reservoirs. And, and that really is, has led us to be focused on performance hydration and specifically innovation in performance hydration. And so that's our focus, and I think what really how we've become unique from other people in the marketplace is our focus on uh, OE relationships on the original equipment business and how that's helped us develop our products and our business over time. So we started, we did start with our own backpack line 16 years ago, but we realized pretty quickly that our expertise was on the hydration, mechanical development, quality side of things, not necessarily on the soft goods side. And so we started selling our patented reservoirs that we come up with to other backpack manufacturers. And boy, that's when things really took off for us. And and it was exciting business for us because we're, you know, as opposed to the frustrations of working branded in retail just with our pack line, we were able to really focus on developing unique solutions for these leaders in their own categories and different activities. So while we started with mountain bikes, suddenly we were working with the leaders in the running categories, the ski categories, the motorcycle category, hunting and fishing. They all had different requirements. They all had different needs. And what was available in the market was really just one solution, kind of a one-size-fits-all approach. And so we were really able to expand our offering and expand, you know, based upon all these great partners to work with. So for us, original equipment is uh, where we work with a soft goods supplier, essentially somebody who makes the pockets, and we do the hydration that go inside the pocket. And in the early days, we were working on, on our reservoir. So we've got a patented flexible hydration reservoir system. We work that into many different configurations, focusing on our lightweight, quality, ease of clean, sort of ultimate user experience, and developing different configurations, different sizes, different durability levels, different weights, depending on the, the needs. So we have something like 40 or 50 different reservoir combinations that we're selling to our OE customers, which really allows people to customize this performance hydration for specific activities. It's also led us into new products. We pioneered uh, the soft flask about 10 years ago, working with running companies that were looking for a new solution. They wanted the performance hydration. And this smaller container without a, without a tube, if you're familiar with the product, really has allowed people to explore vests and lighter weight options options and kind of get away from just the backpack format or the waist belt format and come up with a whole new generation of soft goods and hydration equipment. And so this is, you know, it's really led us into a unique space. We did, you know, we got the hint and we dropped backpacks uh, a number of years ago to focus just on hydration solutions. And we, when we did that, so we developed the other side of our business. So the main part of the business is this original equipment working with the soft good manufacturers. But then we took that some of the same technology and developments that we come 
come up with out of that performance requirement and came up with some standalone products. So flexible bottles and flexible water storage, so things larger than a liter. And those have really just started hitting the market, working with retailers directly ourselves as the Hydropack brand over the last few years. And it's really given us a, a quickly growing retail business to go along with our OE business and a real nice kind of home in the stores. To that end, uh, maybe we could just talk a little bit about in terms of new markets for the company. Are you focusing on existing uh, markets or new OE relationships? And if you could talk a little bit about the distribution strategy between your own brand and your OE partners, the distribution split between traditional brick and mortar online, and, and finally, international focus for the Hydropack brand. So again, we, we, we tend to look at this in two different groups right now. The work we do with our original equipment partners, and then the work we're doing standalone as a retail brand. Both of these categories are growing, I would say, in general, just as hydration awareness grows, that we continue, you know, thinking of the OE side in particular, uh, we have many brands that we've been working with for a decade now, and their business continues to grow as more consumers are coming into the marketplace and looking for hydration solutions. Uh, and they're not, you know, that that uh, Camelback is one of our competitors has been out there for 20 years, they have their solutions, but people are now looking for a broader range of solutions from a broader uh, range of suppliers. So that business has been growing with us. We continue to grow each year. Again, you know, innovation for us is a continual exercise. Uh, everybody wants to have something new to sell. Everybody wants to have something unique. We love it. We love the innovation. And so that, you know, our OE growth has been, uh, our brands have been growing as the hydration business has grown, but that's also been attracting new brands continually into the space. And so we find that, um, that and each time as, as the marketplace grows, the brands that are coming in are a little bit larger. So while initially we we started working with small specialty brands, now we're, we're getting into a new range uh, of larger customers who are looking at larger, uh, you know, some larger distribution of hydration solutions. So for us, the, uh, the OE business continues to grow. Again, it's a, for us, that's something very specific where our product is not necessarily a standalone product. It requires to go into a soft good uh, which then our customers sell. So they, it's a it's a global business for us. We do um, uh, probably equal business between the U.S. and Europe, and then a smaller but significant business in Asia. Um, and that we we leave a lot of the um, online versus brick and mortar and the specific distribution solutions to our OE partners as they get those products out in the field. Um, again, ben, depends on what particular category they're in. Um, but that business continues to grow with the awareness uh, and is a, is a healthy business, and we are the leader in that side of the business. Uh, the other side is, you know, been quite exciting for us the last couple of years where we've been out working directly with retailers on these flexible bottles and water storage. Um, and on that front, um, we, we've had great access to basically international distribution uh, and U.S. distribution as well over the years, just as hydration is a very global category. And we see that as where the you know, challenge for us coming up with unique products that don't compete with our OE competitors, uh, our, our OE uh, customers. And so that's where we've really focused on bottles and water storage where they don't require a, a garment or a soft good. And so it's very clear for our customers, both at the retail level and, and for our um, OE customers that uh, the products that we make that support our OE customers versus the products that are standalone uh, bottles and water storage. So we've had to be, you know, make sure to be clear on that uh, definition. But but given that um, in the U.S., 
our big focus has been finding um, specialty retail to work with in conjunction with telling our story online uh, through our own website and uh, Amazon, our biggest online retail partner. We feel these, these work hand in hand as a new brand, as a, a challenger brand. Um, the, the challenge is more uh, getting the story out and communicating what we have as a new product as opposed to playing uh, online versus brick and mortar. So we're seeing both grow and it's a bit of a competition. I'd say right now, to be honest, uh, brick and mortar is winning out. Uh, our, our specialty brick and mortar retailers are growing faster than on our online business, but they're both growing. And then uh, international versus uh, the U.S., again, we're, we have a, a good established set of distributors in Europe, uh, mostly in the outdoor products business. Uh, their business works great when we have a good marketing story and an established business. If you will, I kind of look at it as the, the dog wagging the tail. Um, and so the, as our U.S. business has been growing, um, the international business has been growing at a similar rate. Basically, people are taking the story we're developing here and, and uh, growing at the same rate overseas. So we're fortunate to be in a, a business that's, um, that's a global business where we can when, uh, handle both online and specialty and overseas sales all at the same time as we grow. What what you see personally, what you see changing the hydration market today in terms of innovation and market consolidation, I, I had written in my notes Camelback as well. I know they were acquired. Um, but I also wondered if, you know, the whole sustainability issue is pushing, uh, you know, hydration systems into people who maybe don't, that aren't cyclists, that aren't runners, that are just buying hydration systems because it's the right thing for the environment. Definitely. That, so I would, you know, I think the two biggest trends for me right now, one is just this uh, hydration awareness that people are looking to get away from uh, disposable bottles. I mean, they're, they're, first of all, they're more, they're more aware of the water they're drinking uh, as far as it being clean and safe water. So they're looking for higher quality water and they're looking to use less disposable bottles. And this is a trend uh, globally. Um, so we're, we're hearing this uh, in Hong Kong as well as in, in the U.S. So um, this awareness of, of hydration and people looking to have you know solutions they can carry with them instead of buying them where they're at is something playing out everywhere and we see driving just an increased number of hydration products at retail that each retailer we're talking to is growing their hydration category the second trend is that people are paying more for the hydration products as they're aware of it the five dollar bicycle water bottle has been replaced by the twelve dollar insulated bicycle water bottle and the ten dollar plastic outdoor bottle has been replaced by a 20 or 30 dollar stainless steel insulated bottle so people are more are looking for the products and they're willing to pay more for more benefits and features of the products so it's been a great it's been a great few years for for hydration i know that's created a lot of uh, new brands and a lot of investment in the category i heard a statistic a year or two ago that uh, 52 percent of the marketplace the total u.s marketplace for hydration is made up of brands with 2% or less market share. So there's lots of fragmentation, lots of brands which exist around their story, and they tell a bit, one very specific story at retail. I think that's going to continue to play out. You know, you look at some of the, the big players that have popped up in the last few years, people like Yeti and Hydroflask and Swell. And these are brands that weren't uh, in the hydration market a few years ago or not nearly as significantly, each telling their unique specific story and pretty much displacing people that were already on the shelf. I mean, the category overall is growing, but certainly the leaders in the category have changed quite a bit. Uh, I was looking at something in outdoor specialty that showed within a 18-month period 
period, there were three different, three separate leaders in the water bottle category. It's kind of amazing to think about how fast that's turning over. So I do see, I wouldn't say it, call it market consolidation, but definitely increased investment uh, as people like Camelback. Camelback's now on, I think, their third private equity owner. So they've, they've been in this position for a while, but someone like Hydroflask, who's grown and then got bought by Helen of Troy, you know, people like Yeti who are looking to go public or looking for some sort of additional investment. There's definitely money coming into this category, more brands, more innovation, and you know, more more excitement at retail. So I think it's it's been a very good time for hydration for the last few years. If I had to think of, you know, and the big trend is, has obviously been uh, insulation. And that's been, you know, the retailers have been asking that for the last year or two. Anything with insulated has been a great story and has been selling well, in particular, with the stainless steel bottom market. We've seen that slow down this year, uh, but, and a little bit of uh, retailers looking around for what's, you know, possibly going to be the next big thing after stainless steel and insulation. And of course, we're pitching flexibility and, uh, you know, for the travel and the, the convenience and the lighter weight, people who are a little tired of the heavyweight stainless steel bottles looking for something complementary. Uh, they're not going to throw out that stainless steel, but they're going to looking for something that might be a unique solution for where they don't want to bring that, that, that bottle. But I, I know retailers overall excited about the category, excited by the, just the consumer trends of you know more awareness on hydration and uh, willingness to pay more and looking for kind of the next brand or the next uh, product line to help keep drive that forward. Matt, do you think any of the major athletic brands would ever, I know it might not be uh, in terms of the total uh, uh, revenue stream might not be that big in the scope of their size of their companies, but do you think any of the major athletic brands might try to acquire the technology of a hydration company to put their own label on? You know, very good question. Um, I do, I do see larger and larger companies getting interested in it. Uh, when we've talked to some of the major brands, it's either been through uh, a performance division, for example, like a running or a trail running group, or through a an accessory licensee. So I haven't seen it really uh, rise to the level of an investment from a major brand. But you know, then again, I'm not I'm in a not the biggest player out there. So you know, I'm not sure what people like uh, a Camelback or a Yeti are hearing from that. I do think that there's a lot of brands out there that would allow uh, a major brand to uh, buy their way in that they don't have to innovate themselves that they're that you know that's what you know we see a lot of the OE customers coming to us because uh, we represent that gateway to um, hydration soft goods that they don't have to develop it themselves they can just buy into somebody who's already got the quality and the reliability and the compliance and the certification all those other things that are required and they can just focus on the marketing and and uh, the customer side of things so I, I do it would be interesting to see if one of the bigger guys gets involved, especially with the growing level of, of you know, B2C retail out there with the brands opening up their own retail stores. They, you know, I've seen private labels so far. Um, I saw a lot of, for example, Hydroflask bottles, private label for Columbia at the Columbia retail outlets. And, you know, so right now I think those brands are satisfying their the hydration needs in their stores by just private labeling or working with uh, existing suppliers. Thank you very much uh, for your insights today, Matt. Uh, you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.